Hello guys, hope you're doing well. This is TJ and you're listening to Beyond the Ring podcast. And this is my review of new A&E biography on Mick Foley. And I was quite excited to discuss about this because this was a very good biography. I can say that this was a very good uh, biography that I enjoyed after Booker T. Because uh, in the between we saw Shawn Michaels' biography, which was uh, which was also very good. But I mean, uh, we actually I known about him uh, somewhere. I read about him. I only didn't know about his early and all early career and all. In his, and his and his work and all uh, that time so that uh, so it was a, it was kind of a known kind of a biography but this was uh, this biography was very good and uh, and last week we had ultimate warrior and uh, ultimate warrior was also very good but uh, it had some dark issues and it had some emotional thing going on and uh, controversial type of stuff but we but uh, if you if you if you see this biography Mick Foley's biography and this didn't have any uh, I don't know if they sugarcoat something but uh, this didn't have any bad influence or any controversial stuff that he had I mean I can't think about how he can do that because uh, that much of a nice guy he was so that's my thought about him I don't know anything if he had done uh, maybe i don't know but uh, that's my thought and this biography was very good so without any further ado let's get into this before we go get into this review and discussion be sure to like share subscribe and for more wrestling content like this and uh, without any further ado let's now get into this then so the biography actually started off with uh, focusing upon his uh, early childhood his life uh, his friendship and all his interests that um, that he had yeah so he actually was a very athletic uh, guy and he actually uh, used to compete in football basketball in his early school days and he had a famous childhood friend known as uh, mark curtis uh, who we know about as wcw referee and uh, he was a very close friend with him and we also seen we also see kevin james who was a very close friend of him as well uh, in high school wrestling teammate he was a high school wrestling teammate of Mick Foley, Mick Foley and uh, and Foley had a uh, Foley was a fan of professional wrestling uh, from the start he used to watch pro, pro wrestling uh, wrestling with his dad and he actually uh, find his love in professional wrestling like he wanted to he actually uh, wanted to become professional wrestling kind of thing he actually um, used to kind of enact and all um, uh, the moves and the maneuvers of the wrestling the elbow drop uh, the elbow drop and all we all see we also actually see some footages and all and uh, he and his friends actually filmed matches in uh, their backyard mixed backyard just of just for fun and there uh, there was a uh, there was a uh, he used to make a joke as well about himself to people in school and that actually uh, made that uh, his friends actually didn't make make uh, make him joke because make him the joke because he actually made the joke himself so that's why and it was a kind of a different character that uh, he was because he was a uh, uh, actually this biography i wanted to tell that he was a kind of a talent that uh, natural born talent and he was a pro wrestling mind uh, on mode always mode always on mode because uh, he always had his thinking how to how to get over and how to get uh, uh, how to kind of uh, improve upon every every steps or every kind of layer or every kind of uh, uh, character that he portrayed in his entire career of wrestling so uh, we get into the uh, biography then so one night uh, there was a girl named uh, um, girl uh, they didn't show the name actually a girl uh, they were having a date and the girl mistakenly, call, mistakenly called him frank and mick uh, then uh, think upon this and he wrote the script to uh, kind of, uh, he was uh, kind of a kind of a 
kind of a starting to have a movie produce a kind of not a produce a filming uh, legend of frank foley and uh, this was the time he created the character dude love and we also see some early footages of his character and his promos with his friends and uh, he was in such a natural born talent and this was uh, this was the proof of that because uh, such at, at such younger age you are finding your own character and you are imp- uh, you are taking your own promos and you are writing about that you are producing you are uh, showing about that, that that's a that's a that's a once in a lifetime talent i would say and uh, we also saw the mix legendary roof type uh, we we have seen uh, uh, in many 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 things that we have seen as well in uh, so his legendary roof dive roof dive was also the finally fin- finale scene of the movie and uh, then we then he get to the pro wrestling uh, interest that he got into he wanted to kind of a, he decided on to become a pro wrestler uh, he attended a, a, a big match that he wanted to be uh, that he that he wanted to be uh, at Madison Square Garden where Jimmy Snuka uh, Jimmy Snuka actually dived off a cage into Don Morocco they had their match Jimmy Snuka versus Don Morocco uh, Jimmy Snuka with a super fly splash and Foley then actually that moment made the decision to become a wrestler after seeing that match and mix uh, friends thought that he was crazy uh, but his parents actually supported him for the decision but uh, he also wanted he also his father actually said to him to uh, to complete a college and he actually uh, used to work independent shows on weekends while he was going to college and such was the hard work he was doing to get into this business and that's commendable man because uh, because he was not uh, he was not traveling just like uh, one to two miles or something he was traveling 200 300 miles daily weekly in a weekly basis so there was money going on uh, and uh, the time and all the studies and all that he wanted to do so uh, he was uh, he was a uh, he was uh, so into that uh, environment he wanted to he wanted to do he wanted to do this stuff in his life so that's why so so then uh, he actually started his career actually started mix started his career uh, in uh, uh, started his career uh, kind of planning to be a dude love character but uh, he actually think about that he was not kind of fully into that kind of talented in kind of uh, kind of change uh, kind of a very full product uh, full product ready product to be as a dude love character uh, therefore he created a uh, cactus jack uh, uh, that was a name that he had a major career on in wcw in wccw and mick foley uh, actually had a pivotal point in his wrestling career to turn in turn into the wrestling uh, turn into the opportunity because he uh, uh, dave melser who you know as a wrestling journalist he used, used to actually write about shows and all and actually wrote about mick foley and he said that in his one of his uh, one of his uh, write up that he is good uh, mick foley is as good as any indie wrestler in the country so he it, uh, it actually received uh, uh, some uh, some big attention from uh, big big wrestling promotions and he actually was received offers from three larger promotions and uh, he initially signed with cwa championship wrestling association in memphis before he makes to uh, he had a brief period in memphis uh, he worked in brief period as a, in memphis and he actually was then going going to world class championship wrestling and uh, he actually uh, also thought upon uh, said upon that he said said that he necessarily have have that pain when he does all these hardcore stuff but uh, he felt that a uh, little less than than uh, and he actually had that uh, kind of a hold over or uh, he was hold over the pain uh, than others that he actually stated so so 
so he wanted to do uh, the different uh, uh, moves as well very different if one guy is doing the back body drop in the ring he used to think about that how can i do this move differently in a very hardcore setup so he actually introduced that hardcore uh, hardcore setup uh, uh, into that um, uh, concrete floor that elbow drop that uh, that uh, his patented elbow drop that is uh, that is that is trademark thing and he actually also used to uh, used to have his uh, have his uh, suggestions on the camera angle that he wanted to and just uh, from the top to the bottom and that that's a nice shot man he had that he had that uh, thinking that as well about the production as well so he was a minded like minded very minded wrestler that uh, you got he was a very natural talent and he wanted to be uh, just not want to uh, kind of a gain money or something he wanted to be over as a wrestler he wanted to do he wanted to love this stuff he wanted to just embrace this moment that uh, that uh, uh, that was his character and that was him that was Mick Foley and he actually wrestled as a uh, 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 cactus uh, jack manson in uh, wccw because uh, robert fuller say, said that he looked like charles manson and they actually took upon uh, his name to be cactus jack manson he actually worked there in a slightly different character uh, in a in a very uh, in a very changed way and he became a, a top heel in that uh, at that time in world class championship wrestling and this actually took an interest upon uh, wcw and they actually planned to sign him uh, signs him uh, in his work as a of seeing his work as a manson and uh, prior to this wcw he had his accident uh, that he had where he lost uh, two front teeth and uh, when he arrived in wcw jim ross uh, jim ross was the uh, was a booker there in wcw and he looked he looks upon him and he says uh, uh, that's there's no problem because the uh, you you look good in that and that actually uh, he said that that look actually uh, add a new layer or a, add kind of a very good uh, good change to his character that he was going to portray cactus jack and wcw liked him and uh, he actually was performing but uh, his his, uh, his style that wcw didn't like that because uh, company felt that uh, uh, also uh, company felt that his uh, his uh, work in the uh, his, uh, his style and all that was not kind of in the fit of the WCW style that they had because uh, his style is kind of Jap- Japan style you can say that matches or some, some type of ECW style or something that was his style so they weren't liking it but he WCW did say that uh, they also had that view that uh, he, he, this uh, he was a character that he also always wanted to improve as I said in this uh, as I was speaking about he always wanted to change he always had the ideas for his character and uh, some of the guys at that time didn't didn't uh, didn't have any idea and uh, they were just uh, sitting uh, sitting around and stood waiting around for some some ideas on the company but Mick Foley was li- not like that he was he wanted to he had his own ideas for his character he was evolving every single time he was he was a, a pro wrestling uh, mode in uh, uh, 24/7 kind of mode he was in because he always wanted to change himself in his uh, in his uh, portrayal of his any character that he actually uh, displays as he and then uh, then he gone to after WCW didn't want to have that style he actually gone about in the indies uh, 
in these uh, independent wrestling shows where he actually worked there and they had uh, uh, not many much of uh, uh, fans there but he actually worked worked over there and uh, he actually get uh, get over and uh, created more buzz and that in that area and this uh, actually uh, led to again wcw signing him uh, another chance to work in the promotion and following uh, there's the match in famous match uh, with vader that he had where he lost a piece of his ear and uh, he actually uh, he was uh, actually had a, a, a tangled up on that rope and he actually uh, pushed upon him pushed upon that rope and he actually uh, cut his ear off and uh, then he was gone to hospital and uh, he was not thinking about the pain or uh, or the or anything uh, other kind of a uh, uh, kind of a what he uh, what the what the what the doctors would say about him but he was not think of, thinking about that he was thinking about uh, about the promos that he could the neck could cut in the next show or next time and uh, that's that's one of the proof that i am saying uh, saying that uh, he was he just wanted to change himself every now and then and he actually think about that this ear thing that he had uh, could lead, lead, uh, lead to a prob, uh, program with vader for a long time but eric bischoff wasn't interested about it even in this angle but uh, because eric bischoff i think so he was uh, just stuck upon this idea that his style is not different and uh, this style would not be uh, confining with our promotion and uh, this uh, had that this actually led upon uh, one extra reason to just uh, release him so bischoff actually felt that that his style was a kind of a liability to this company and actually uh, support uh, bischoff's uh, opinion as well because as a executive producer as a as a promoter you you uh, you think about that uh, you think about your company and uh, your your uh, your organization if something if something unusual happens then there's a responsibility then there's a uh, that that name that is gone so they they were the biggest promotion that time after after wwf so they didn't want to be uh, had some dent on their name so that's what uh, the eric bischoff uh, did and he actually go on about in japan iwa and uh, I, in his work in iwa japan is very appreciated because he worked in death matches there and a lot of uh, barbed wire death matches and exploding death matches we saw and uh, that he actually had uh, he actually wanted to do that and he actually performed in death matches there and he was good at them he wanted to do that and there was a and then he gone to ecw where paul him had his interview uh, he was there and polyman said that uh, interview in this uh, biography polyman said that we actually took upon notice him and he actually uh, so blended with our style and he actually hired hired mick foley and mick foley had uh, some great work there as well and uh, there was a point when uh, uh, mick was hitting uh, a guy with a cane and there was a and there was a fan who was uh, was actually carrying a, a cut out of Kane Dewey. Dewey, if you don't know, is the son of Mick Foley, real life actually. Uh, Mick Foley's uh, son and Mick's wife, Colette, didn't uh, like that what he was doing. But uh, the sign that sign was made with the Mick's permission. But Mick uh, actually uh, think upon that uh, what uh, his wife said would be kind of changed into the storyline kind of angle. And he that feelings turned into his new character and he turned heel in ECW by creating a kind of anti hat core gimmick and this hardcore promos and uh, uh, and his uh, character work was one of the best that he had and uh, this actually made wwe interested in abuse pictured and uh, jim ross actually um, uh, convinced uh, Vince uh, because Vince wasn't uh, uh, wasn't a fan of him because uh, because the style didn't uh, as as wcw uh, same thing with WWE as well. Uh, the style didn't uh, complement with WWE style so Vince uh, uh, signed uh, fully uh, with the uh, 
with the nord with the nord with the nuts from ross and bruce pitcher and uh, there was a there was also a point when they had a pay per view match uh, with uh, shawn michaels that he talked about and uh, shawn michaels actually asked uh, mick foley that if he was happy in what he was doing and mick said that i i am happy but i am more happy than you are doing the your character because i wanted to be do this character dude love character and actually uh, shawn michaels asked about this character and bruce pitcher was there and bruce pitcher li- uh, listens to this and uh, he asked about it and dude love said that uh, mick foley says that i have actually uh, made this uh, i have actually made this a uh, uh, long ago this tape and all and bruce pitcher says just uh, just send me that tape and uh, he just wanted to uh, he would just wanted to work that thing and Bruce Bruce Pitcher then convinced Vince to that to have that character give it a, give it a try and uh, he he was over in that and uh, that um, that um, uh, because and that, that led to his three phases of uh, Foley uh, uh, the most most over you cannot say that uh, every uh, oh, no one phase was bad or something every phase had had it had this own thing own thing uh, because uh, if you see if you see mick foley uh, he, uh, mankind he was kind of a psychopath he was a kind of a uh, deranged kind of a guy if you see dude love he was a kind of a romantic kind of a uh, kind of a very <laughs> charming kind of guy a cute guy but if we if we see then uh, mick foley uh, he was uh, was very different as well so so uh, he had his uh, character laid out he was planning it all he was it's all in his minds and uh, and uh, this was a uh, this was the thing that they did uh, up to this point in his biography and then we got to the undertaker storyline that they that they had the legendary hell in a cell match where mick uh, actually said that he wanted to didn't wanted to throw uh, uh, mick uh, of the cell but he actually uh, insisted him every day single day that he should do this issue and they find uh, undertaker actually finally did and he actually had that cell uh, thrown over the cell and uh, he was taken over by the medical team and he actually said uh, to them, them that and he was fine he was fine to wrestle and uh, i was very surprised to see how he actually uh, still surprised to see how he actually um, uh, uh, go to the top of the cage again i mean uh, with that uh, with that kind of stuff that he had uh, he didn't have any concussion or something uh, such a top fall that he had and that was a that was a, a top, that was a fall that uh, didn't uh, haven't take uh, at that time anyone or say you can say that uh, it's not it's not the time that we, we are discussing about this not the time it's uh, 90s and uh, that time this uh, this things were not done and this was the one of the moment that the wwe history books uh, has created uh, that would be uh, hedged into the wwe history and uh, mix wife call it actually remembered that, that that fall from the uh, over the into the into the ring that was not planned uh, mick didn't tell about him and he was kind of she was kind of upset about that and uh, he was uh, she was kind of worried about uh, she was worried about him and uh, he had that uh, thumbtack spot then and then the match was over undertaker defeated uh, mick foley you know if, if you know so after the post match we saw some uh, backstage uh, where his wife was uh, very concerned about him uh, kind of very kind of angry as well very upset as well because uh, because this was not planned of uh, kind of thing and vince actually said that you actually did uh, uh, more than what i expected and but i don't want to see this kind of stuff from you next time and that's correct man uh, because over and over if you does this these type of things your body would not be and your life a longevity of life and your career as 
Australian wrestling would not be uh, would not be there. But uh, Mick Foley uh, hold up that career quite uh, pretty well, I would say, uh, because because of the break that he had after after this. Uh, but I actually uh, wanted to tell one thing as well. Actually, missed upon this moment uh, before signing with WWF. Actually, I actually got into that uh, in a, in a spree. Actually, before signing with WC, uh, uh, WWF, actually he was an extreme championship wrestling and uh, he uh, he used to say if you know extreme championship wrestling was a hub of hardcore wrestling and that's a niche of these hardcore wrestling fans that's uh, that's there and uh, then there is a there uh, he saw a Kane Dewey Dewey if you know don't know Dewey is the Dewey is the son of Mick Foley and Kane Dewey like uh, he was caning like making that uh, hitting that shot with Kane to a wrestler but uh, there was a scoffed that, that you can do either kind of stuff but uh, it was kind of upset upset at Mick's wife because of uh, Mick's wife call it actually because call it uh, actually think about that so that's uh, that's uh, that's that's not good because she didn't feel like that and uh, and uh, this was uh, actually done by Mick's permission actually that uh, that uh, cut out actually that sign actually made was mixed uh, with Mick's permission and uh, Mick's actually uh, Mick actually uh, think about, as I said, think about like uh, turning into this uh, kind of a storyline, kind of a feeling change into a new character, and Mick turned uh, Mick Foley kind of turned heel into ECW, but a kind of an uh, kind of an anti-hardcore gimmick. The, the, his promos were very uh, best work, uh, very best work, and we also saw he say about and the, and that you would be seeing the pure wrestling match of the week kind of that kind of stuff was he was he was doing you would not be seeing anything of that kind of uh, and his character was uh, evolvable very very evolvable he he is three faces and is this character and he was a uh, he always had this mind he wanted to evolve he wanted to produce the better uh, the best best version of his best version of big foley to the fans and he was like he's one of the epitome of the best character that evolved you can you can uh, undoubtedly say that in top five you can say that so this was the thing i actually missed upon so uh, uh, that was his mind he was a he was a wrestling mind actually if you if you if you hire uh, mick foley as a booker or something i don't know if you would be interested or not if it would be good or not but he would it would certainly be have ideas for fiend or if um, uh, the released alistair black and all because they, they they know about how can how they can improve on the character because uh, they already have played that kind of character in their own career so man uh, why alistair black i mean I'm so sad about uh, Alistair Black, and they all are going to AEW. I'm I'm doubting about that, and uh, they are they are uh, WWE is going down right now. So, uh, anyways, I am just not getting into that. And then we uh, that that uh, after I actually stopped upon the Undertaker uh, Undertaker uh, Mick Foley Hell in a Cell match, infamous match. And then he actually uh, uh, again actually after this uh, he actually evolved his character into Mr. Sako, that one of the one of the best character that he one of the best character that he evolved. And that mankind character was uh, missing a kind of something that he actually thought about. And he actually introduced upon Mick, uh, Mr. Sako. And Soko actually helped him to to be in, a, in another level actually, and he was a uh, he was a best uh, best uh, kind of best superstar at that time of the career, and uh, his uh, his best selling book uh, also was released that time and took his career even higher after that. And this uh, and and that that work they show something about their snippets and all that that uh, uh, that uh, scenes uh, that 
that moments and all they show but after that uh, he uh, actually thinking about the quit wrestling quit wrestling because he had so much uh, because after doing uh, this type of bumps uh, bumps actually so many years uh, you you could think about having uh, some moments with family and some resting and all and he retired from professional wrestling and uh, he actually didn't enjoy what he did but uh, he uh, he actually uh, enjoyed his family moments uh, nevertheless he said and uh, he actually had, had two children after that um, and uh, uh, his uh, so his son actually was um, uh, suffering from autism as well uh, he actually said upon that he actually discovered upon that as well he actually focused upon that as well in this in this biography so he was uh, he was not a um, enraged kind of a psychopath a psychopath wrestler he was a psychopath wrestler in his character but uh, he was a very good family man uh, that uh, took took care about uh, like a best father he can uh, of his uh, of his daughter sons and uh, he retired from professional wrestling then and he actually said about that he did not enjoy this phase of his career but he actually uh, and then he actually uh, uh, did return after in the TNA. They actually shown about some pictures uh, from 2008 to 2011 where he worked TNA. Uh, he actually worked uh, hardcore matches there, and uh, it was also some of the best work that he did there with Sting, uh, Sting matches and all we saw in lockdown 2009. So uh, he actually at that point he uh, he wanted to do for the money and. And prior to returning in TNA, he had his uh, career. He had three main matches with Edge, Triple H, and uh, Ric Flair that he actually spoke about. Uh, he actually returned to. Uh, he actually was not uh, kind of happy uh, in that moment because he had no work, and he wanted that. Uh, the fans reaction and he actually loved upon doing and these three matches uh, you should see these matches and these three matches were very good especially the edge match which was which happened in wrestlemania that was great and rick flair matches match was also good uh, triple h match i haven't seen i think so i don't remember but uh, edge match definitely this was a very very worth very very well match very well match and that actually uh, that actually uh, displayed edge as a very that he can do that stuff as well kind of hardcore stuff as well because he actually uh, uh, his in his documentary or something i actually seen about that in edge documentary that he actually uh, said uh, said that that actually positioned him as a kind of a, yeah he can also do some hardcore stuff as well kind of kind of that thinking that fans had that so uh, this was the point and then we get to the tna wrestling part he they shows the pictures and uh, then he actually uh, retired after that uh, actually he come back in 2011 2013 so for a brief uh, brief period and all and then we had a, w, a raw general management run general manager run as well they didn't show that i think so because that's not kind of a very uh, very uh, important very main work i would say because uh, this, uh, this focuses on his wrestling career considering that so he has his thing uh, and after that uh, uh, after that he retired and he he's now he's he's now enjoying his phase of his life he says his career but he uh, that time he did for the money and he's retired now and he actually uh, turned to uh, stand up comedy uh, stuff and doing uh, they, they actually show some stuff and all his um, snippets uh, that he had had uh, communicating uh, uh, in the 
with fans uh, stand up comedy stuff and uh, if you if you see uh, uh, every every any biography that uh, wrestlers actually after wrestling and all uh, they either they go to acting after that or after that they actually uh, finishes uh, finishes it off with a stand up comedy or thing because all the stuff all the fa- all the wrestlers actually goes to this stand up comedy stuff. because we actually saw ultimate warrior as well we actually see uh, i think so bukati as well going for that thing i think so uh, there was one more one more wrestler who was also gone to that but uh, shawn michaels and uh, uh, is the one who is uh, working with nxt right now so that's that so so that's uh, that's how he is doing his he actually is proud about how he's doing and actually uh, ends up with uh, saying that he's, he states that he he lives in pain his injuries were a small price to pay he says the true price that according to him according to make his was in, was being able to live with his dreams out his dreams so this is a very good motivation finish that he had because uh, no matter what you want to become no matter what you wanted to do if, if it's a taboo or something as well if you if you if you like that if you wanted to do that if you love that doing then there's uh, there's no uh, there's no thing that you can stop that you can, that can stop anyone because uh, that's an important thing you should love about uh, anything you are doing uh, for Uh, for the interest and if you are have interest you should do you should do that definitely and th- this was a this was a finish of this and uh, this was the finish of this documentary and enjoyed this documentary this was a very uh, very informative and very enjoyable very entertaining documentary that we have seen make for his career um, uh, is very treat to watch his matches are very treat to watch as now as well but uh, he has he had displayed that niche kind of wrestling into the mainstream and brought about into the mainstream because did you know about anyone nick gage he's not in this into this wwe platform so only wrestler you can say that did the hardcore stuff like legit was man uh, mick foley and uh, his characters and his layers to his character and what he did in his career uh, that's mind blowing and it's a natural kind of stuff uh, natural kind of talent uh, i can sure tell about that please tell me about this documentary in the comment section below if you have seen this and after listening to this what are your thoughts on the uh, on this biography please put it on the comment section below and uh, i will see you guys in the next one with uh, we have steve austin documentary as well uh, i'll be out with that uh, in one uh, one day or so i i think so so i planned uh, plan planning about that so be sure to like share subscribe all that good stuff for motivating me for more for, for more wrestling content like this i love to i love to uh, kind of do this documentary reviews and uh, show reviews and all i would i would like to discuss about wrestling that's what i that's what i actually plan uh, plan to start this channel so please please do like share subscribe to my respective channel for more wrestling content like this and i will see you guys in the next one until then be safe stay energetic peace out